as a family. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for this time today, Father. Lord, we just ask you to open up our hearts to be receiving your word, Father. Lord, that you just uh, let your word go forth. We know as it goes forth, it will conquer what it is intended to, Father. Lord, we just thank you for the, everything that you're doing in our lives, Father. We pray for our pastor and our spiritual mother, Father God, is there a way? Lord, we just ask, Father God, that you just give them the peace needed, Father God, to receive. Lord, and just use me, Father God, to preach your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So the topic is, is the importance of developing the character of Christ. Amen. How many of you know your whole life as a Christian, amen, the, the whole process of being a Christian, your whole life is, is developing the character of Christ. That's the whole process of being a Christian. Your whole walk is developing the character of Christ. Your whole life. No matter if you just got saved or if you've been saved for, for 70, 80, 90 years, it doesn't matter. The whole process is developing the character of Christ. Amen? That's the whole process. In fact, it's your job. It's your duty to develop the character of Christ. Amen? Does anybody know you got a job? It's your job in Christianity is to develop the character of Christ. Amen? It's your job. Amen? It's your duty. But see, the character of Christ is the ingredient for success in your life. See, your character is either going to be uh, the reason for your success or the reason for your failure. Amen? Because see, when you walk in the character of Christ, you're going to have success no matter where you go. No matter what the circumstance, no matter, no matter what the world tells you, you're going to have success. Amen. But how many know that our characters without Christ, amen, lead nothing but to destruction and to failure and to compromise and to corruption. Amen. So this is why it's the whole, it's the whole intention for God that when we come to him, amen, that we develop his character. That's the whole intention. The, the whole intention for us is to develop his character. Amen. Us alone without Christ, we got some jacked up characters. Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. You got some jacked up characters. Amen. And your family and your friends couldn't change that jacked up character. Your wives or children couldn't change that jacked up character. No, only the Spirit of God. Amen. Only the Holy Ghost. Sure. Amen. He's the only one that can change you. Amen. You know, flesh doesn't change flesh. Uh oh. Amen. Flesh don't change flesh. Amen. Flesh enables flesh. Amen. The Spirit transforms flesh. Amen. Amen. So what God does, see, God, God's got a process. Amen. God could have created the heavens and earth, you know, and all this, and you know, with a you know snap of his fingers or whatever. But He did it. He's got a process. So what God does is He has a process for our lives. Amen. And what He does is He puts us in this process called the character building process. Amen. The character building process. That's why you come into this process and everybody's like, you know, you're wigging out and you're like, well, I'm praying for patience. Well, that's why that's happening to you. Amen. Not developing your character. Amen. Well, that guy's making me angry or she's crazy and I'm, you know, she's making me angry. God's developing your character. Amen. Be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you pray for. Amen. God's going to send somebody in your path to develop your character. Amen. God's going to send somebody in your path for you personally. Amen. To develop your character. And God, God sent many of them to me. Amen. Because my character was messed up. So I didn't get just one messed up character, messed up person bugging me. I got a whole bunch of them. Amen. 
I'm more jacked up than anybody. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. God is good. Amen. Amen. But see, in this process, everybody wants to be a Christian until this process starts. Oh. Oh. Everybody, wants, everybody wants to, you know, claim to be a Christian and claim to be Christ-like until this process starts. And then what happens is God starts showing stuff to you, and and you're like, "What me? Oh, I gotta change that. Oh, what? My opinion isn't good enough. What? My wants and my needs? That's not that's not what it." That's not what it is. See, everybody wants to be a Christian until this process starts. And then everybody's walking away going like, well, let me go count the cost. <laughs> That's good. Let me go count the costs. Amen. Because it's going to cost you something. That's why Jesus said, you better go count it. Because it's going to cost you something. This is a sacrifice. Amen. You have to pick up your cross daily and die to yourself. Amen. Daily and die to yourself. Amen. But see... God is so good and He's so good to us that He wants us to walk in the fullness of the blessing. He wants us to walk in the fullness of the blessing that He has for each and every one of our lives. So that's why He created this process. Amen? Because He knows the potential that's inside of us. Amen? He, know, he sees the final product. Amen? And so He sent the Holy Ghost to deal with us. Amen? And see, the Holy Ghost can deal with us in the deepest, darkest place of our innermost being that nobody can touch. He gets down to the nitty gritty. Amen? That part that you don't want anybody to know about, he knows about. Amen? That part that you don't want to surrender, he knows it's there. That part that you're holding on to, he knows it's there. Amen? And the Spirit of God can touch it. Amen? But nobody else can. See, when God starts to poke and pry at that part of us, amen, many of us run away. Many of us run away, and that's not God. <laughs> He's just being mean to me. Oh, she's just jealous. No, that's God dealing with the inner man. That's God using somebody to deal with the inner man. That's what's happening. You know what happens to the other, the, other, the other half of us? We force the blessing. See, we, we start getting dealt with. And so what we do is we ride on the anointing. <laughs> See, God anoints each and every one of us for our calling. Amen. Each and every one of us has an anointing for our calling. And so what we do is when it gets uncomfortable, we ride on that anointing. And then, and then what happens is eventually, because uh, your character wasn't developed, um, the anointing slowly goes away, and then your true character comes out, and then you end up in a big mess, and you, and you lost your church, your ministry, your marriage, your house, and you're wondering what happened. Why did God do this to me? God didn't do it to you. You did it to yourself. You cannot skip the process of character development. You cannot skip this process. This process of character development is God ordained for your life. It's God ordained. It's God ordained. You can't skip it. There is no skipping it. You cannot skip the process. Amen. The process is there for you. Ask Jonah if you can skip the process. Amen? Yeah. And try if you want to. 
We've got a couple of Jonas in here. I'm one of them. Hallelujah. You cannot skip the process. But see, what happens though is if when you start letting God develop you, as you get these really cool character characteristics of Christ that get developed in you, and you start understanding that the, the stuff like honesty will sustain you through trials. You, you start learning that things like integrity amen, will sustain you through trials. You start learning things like bravery and courage amen, will sustain you through trials. You start learning that your convictions will sustain you through trials. I mean, you start learning the peace of God will sustain you through trials. You start learning the joy of the Lord will sustain you through trials. And then you see the importance of the character of Christ in your life. It's important. Amen? You don't ever want to go back to drugs or alcohol. You don't ever want to go back to living on the streets or digging in a dumpster. Develop the character of Christ. Amen? You won't be begging for bread. God takes care of his own. Amen? See, if we're spiritually minded and focused and focus on eternity, there should be a pursuit for growth in our character. There should be a pursuit. Amen? Because we understand what will sustain us, which is going to be our character. See, no one loves for that character to be messed with, though. If you anybody in here says they love for their character to be developed, <laughs> you're lying. Amen. Nobody in here likes for their character to be tested. Amen? Nobody likes that. Amen? Nobody does. Nobody likes painful. You have to throw your opinion out the window. You have to throw your pride out the window. Mm. Amen? You have to throw those things out. Amen? And it's cru it makes you crucify your flesh. But see, what you get to in the end is you realize that the reward is great. The reward for developing this character is great. Amen? When you develop this character in your life, your kids are going to have a father for the rest of their lives. A man of God. Your, your children are going to have mothers, amen, for the rest of their lives. Your, you're going to have wives for the rest of their lives. You're husbands for the rest of their lives. You're going to have these things for the rest of your life through the character of Christ and the development. Amen? amen. See, Without change, you stay the same. Without change, you stay the same. I don't know about you, but what God has for me and where God wants to take me, I want to stay there when I get there. Amen. Amen. And see, we're so quick to want to, to get there that we don't understand that there's a process to get there so you can stay there. It's not about how quick you get there. It's about getting there and being able to sustain yourself when you get there. Amen. Everybody's so quick to get married. <laughs> I got something for you. Amen. Let <laughs> me explain something. Quick to get married, that's great. And God wants that. Amen. But there's a process. Amen. There's a process in your character that has to be gone through. Amen. See, I can't treat my wife uh -oh. like Christ treats the church if I don't have the character of Christ in my life. I can't treat her how she needs to be treated. And in turn, she can't treat me how I need to be treated if she's not letting the character of Christ be developed in her life. It's a process. And it's important. 
Amen. Because how many know that we've been through a lot? Ladies, you've been through a lot in your life. Men, you've been through a lot in your life. Amen. We, we have hurts and pains. And, and we've been beat up by the world. Amen. We don't need people treating us bad. We need our spouses, I mean, our husbands and our wives to treat us in the character of Christ because we've, we've, we're tired of being hurt. Amen. And people, you know, there's going to be hurt, there's going to be problems, and there's going to be fights. But you know what? When it's good, it's good. Amen. And when Jesus is in the center of your marriage, amen, it's good. Amen. And, and, and there can be fights and arguments, but that forgiveness is there. And that love is there. Amen. And that peace is there. Amen. And that happiness is there. Amen. And it's all, through, it's all through Christ. And that character is being developed. Amen? Yeah. Again, amen. amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> amen. But see, if you're not growing, if, if, you, if, you've, been, if you've been walking with, with Christ and you're not growing, and you just, you're sitting back and, man, it's like, you know, you, you're like a, you're like a, Volkswagen bug and you got Ferraris just passing you. Uh-oh. You know, and all these people are passing you up. It's probably because you're not letting you're not letting God develop the character of Christ. If you want to grow spiritually, you have to have that character. See, as God pulls you closer to Him, there has to be less of the old you. See, because in Him is, is there is no sin. Right? He is God. There is no sin. He, He's perfect, right? So as, as we come closer to him, he says, remove this, remove that, remove this. And he's not going to bring us any closer until we start removing that. And so you don't grow spiritually until you allow your character to be developed. And the more you allow your character to be developed, the more you grow spiritually. It goes hand in hand. It's the process of sanctification. Come on, Amen. And for you leaders... We're all leaders, but if you're leading in a church, or if you're leading in a ministry, or wherever God's using you to lead, amen? You can't fool God. Mm. And God won't let you fool the sheep. Come on now. See, the Bible says in Proverbs 20, chapter 26, the Bible says that he exposes your heart in the assembly of the brethren. Come on now. And we, see, you all know why God does this? Because see, the Holy Spirit will always expose your character to the flock. Amen? Because he doesn't want the wrong people tending his flock. Amen? Amen? He doesn't want that. Amen? These are his people. Amen? So, for this very reason, shepherds aren't friends of the sheep. The shepherd's job is to keep the sheep alive, to keep the sheep fed, and to guide them into all truth. Amen. See, I, I and that doesn't mean you don't you, you don't love on them and care about them. But see, what's the most important thing is that the character of Christ is displayed through you as a shepherd above all else, above their feelings, ab above them thinking you're cool or not. Above anything else, it's the character of Christ. It's, it's what is pleasing to God. Amen. I can sit down and I can and fall in folly with these people, or, or I can sit down and tell them how it is. Amen. 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 God will always expose the char your character to the flock. He will. Amen. 
That's why the Bible says, walk in a manner worthy of your calling. What you, the pastor's been saying that like over and over and over and over again. It's because we're in a growth process right now. We're growing. We have momentum. Amen. And, 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 and as we grow, as the ministry grows, our character has to grow. Amen. In more like Christ-like characteristic. It has to. Amen. God is good. All the time. We have to be a good godly example. Amen. Because people are watching us as leaders. Like like Ms. Heather says, you know, we leaders and pastors and, and directors and, 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 and whoever live in a fishbowl. Amen. Every, every, everybody's just watching you. Watching every move you make. Watching everything you do. Amen. Everything you do. And see, people are watching everything you do, not in public, but God's watching you when nobody else is watching you. Amen. So that true character of who you truly are, God still sees it. Just because nobody else is there to see how you really act when nobody else is around doesn't mean God doesn't see it. Amen. He's there. That's why when you're around the anointing, that's why when you're around the Spirit of God, you feel uncomfortable. Because you know God's been dealing with you. And God's been dealing with your heart, but you refuse to give it up. But see, the Holy Spirit will make you feel uncomfortable. Amen. Because God's been telling you to get rid of that characteristic. God's been telling you to throw it away. Amen. But you won't. That's why you feel uncomfortable. Amen. See, when you're walking in the character of Christ, people will flock to you. People want to be next to you because you're growing. Amen? See, it's the part, it's the process of, of uh, man, I, can't, I lost the word. It's the process of impartation. See, when I was first coming into ministry, there were certain guys I wanted to be around because they displayed the fruits of Christ, the character of Christ, and I wanted that in my life. I was so sick of, I knew the old me, and I knew how corrupt and, and, and horrible that person was, and I wanted something different. So something drew me to somebody else because I wanted to grow. I wanted something different. I was tired of being a failure. Amen. And what drew me to them was that character. Amen. Amen. That character. And, and, and the more you display that character, the more people are going to want to be with you. I mean, you want to know how I know that people are wanting to grow? They want to be next to the man of God. People who want to grow and people who want to transform and people who want to change get as close as they can to the man of God. And if they can't get close to the man of God, they get close to the person under the man of God. And, and down the ladder they go. Amen? So if you want to change, and if you want to grow, and if you want this character to be developed in your life, you need to grab a hold of the man of God. Amen? Or the woman of God. Amen? The woman of God. You grab a hold of her. But see, when you're in sin, when you're in sin and, and, and you're, you're dipping and dabbling, you won't want to be anywhere near. They make you uncomfortable. Amen. You want to be anywhere near. You'll avoid them. Amen. If they're coming in one door, you go out the other. <laughs> I've seen it. I can watch it from home. We got lots of doors here. <laughs> somebody comes in and the other one goes out. Amen. Here at Victory Life, I just kind of touched on that we're growing. Amen. We got this momentum. 
And this means we're going to go into another level, and that means our character has to go to another level. Amen. Amen. It's important. We can't take the land for Jesus with uh, corrupt characters. Amen. amen. See, see, the lost and the dying, the drug addict, the gang member, amen, they know, they know the, the corrupt characteristics and the, and the corrupt traits that people carry. Amen. You can't take the land for Jesus and, and teach them something new if you're just teaching the same thing that they already have. Amen. You need to teach them something different. You need to bring the character of Christ to them. Amen? You need to bring the love of Christ to them. You need to bring integrity, honesty, loyalty, self-control, courage. Amen? We have to bring these things to take to win the world. Amen? Win the world for Jesus. With the character of Jesus. Amen? So the question is, is will you still be faithful, amen, when it's character development time? Amen. Amen. You know, I I came to another ministry, I, I guess it was about two years before I showed up your life. And, and what happened was is there was a there was a leader there and he, you know, at that time I was running the kitchen and and uh Whenever it got, you know, whenever something's happened I didn't like, I'd run in the kitchen. And uh, because I didn't want nothing, you know, I, I was in my little comfort zone, you know what I mean? I was in my own little bubble. And one day he walks up to me and he goes, hey man, why do you do that? I said, why do I do what? And he's like, why do you hide in your obedience? He's like, you, you act a certain way and you say yes sir, and, and you do this and that, and when he gets really uncomfortable, you take off and you run and go hide. Hmm. He goes, you hide in your obedience. He goes, you don't want anybody to deal with your character. Amen? You don't want anybody to deal with you. The real you. And of course, I thought he was crazy. You know? <laughs> but once I got truly saved in the victory home, when I came to the victory home, see, the anointing is so strong here, and, and, and the Holy Spirit is so strong here, that you can't hide here. There's nowhere to go. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost is everywhere. <laughs> At that other ministry, I'm not going to say much bad about it, but there wasn't much there. But here, the Holy Ghost is everywhere. You can't hide anywhere. In this church, you can't hide in the church. You can't. The Holy Ghost will call you out. Amen. But when I got like really in tune with the Spirit, God brought that back to me. It's like, hey, I'm not going to let you hide here. Enough is enough. You've been carrying that garbage around too long. Amen. Amen. And it was character development time. And so I got the Brother Danny's and the Brother Gibson's <laughs> and, uh, you know, and all these guys, amen. And I got these these guys like the Greg Coates and, you know, and my gosh, you know. Hallelujah. Jesus loves me. Amen. If he wasn't working on me, he means he doesn't love me, amen. And he did a lot of work, amen. Amen, but I say all that to say this, amen. You and I have to see a need for a change in our character. You and I have to see a need, amen. And this is between you and God, because, you know, when God reveals something to you, you can't say, oh, I, I, that wasn't God. Because deep down, you know God was telling you something. Deep down, you know God was showing you, hey, this character, daughter, this character, son, this characteristic and this trait has to go. Amen. And you can't say it's not. So, so the question is, is, is that when it, when it comes time, are, are you going to run from it? Or are you going to face it? Amen. 
And then it's time we face it. It's not that, it's not that God's trying to pick on us or that God doesn't love us. It's that God does love us. And God wants to change us because he knows what's going to sustain us. Because he knows what's going to keep us. He knows that, man, when we receive the fullness of the blessing, he doesn't have to worry about us. He can trust us with it. Amen. God wants to trust you with the blessing. Amen. But he can't trust you if your character's not there. Amen. If you wonder why God hasn't released something to you yet, maybe it's because your character's not right. Amen. But when your character gets there, I promise you, he loves to bless his children. Amen. And when that is there, he will release it to you. I promise you, he has to. Amen? Because he promises it. He promises it. So I want to look at seven quick points, real quick, to help us in our growth and character development process. Seven quick points. Amen? Number one. Learn self-discipline. Oh, man. Learn self-discipline. Amen? Amen? Learn to say no. Amen? Amen? Learn to say no to yourself. Learn to say no to your family. Learn to say no to your disciples. Learn to say no to evil ways. And learn to say no to bad habits. Amen? Amen? They're no good for you. Learn self-discipline. Amen. Amen? Jesus taught self-denial. And Peter, he taught self-control. Amen? When you have a lack of self-discipline in your life, you know what that really just shows? A lack of maturity. Amen. When you have no self-discipline, you don't have very much maturity. Amen? Number two. Number two is be unselfish. Be unselfish. Selfishness is the seat of all sin and wrongdoing. It's impossible to make a correct decision when you are selfish. It's impossible. Why is it impossible? Because self is on the throne of your heart. Amen? So you don't be concerned about yourself. You don't care about other people. You don't care if other people make it. You don't care if other people are eating as long as you eat. You don't care how uh, other people's spiritual life is as long as yours is okay. You don't care. It's impossible, amen, to make correct decisions if you're being selfish. It's absolutely impossible. Ask Lot. Ask Lot what happened in Genesis chapter 13. Amen. He made a, he made a decision based on his on self. And what happened? Amen? Everything got destroyed. Family? Gone. Amen? But he was making decisions based on self. Amen? The Christian ladder is God, number one. Number two, others. Lastly, yourself. Amen? You never heard Christ say, what about me? You never heard Christ say, what about me? Amen? He was too worried about everybody else. Amen? And it was funny. And it was funny. You know, when uh, he's sending the disciples to go, and they're like, let me get my tunic and my, you know, my food. Like, don't worry, just go. They're going to take care of you. Yeah. He was teaching. You don't worry about yourself, man. God's going to take care of you. 
Amen. Stop worrying about you. Stop worrying about what you can eat. Stop worrying about your provision. Stop worrying about all that stuff. God's going to take care of you. Take care of others and you're going to get taken care of. Amen. Amen. It's going to happen. Number three. Have convictions. Number three is have convictions. See, if we develop strong beliefs on all biblical teachings, amen, then your convictions will create respect. If you develop a great conviction in your life, then people are going to respect you. Amen? People are going to respect you. People aren't going to do certain things around you. Amen? Because you stand up, they know, hey, this guy, this guy's not put up with it. Amen? This guy stands on his convictions. I can't act that way around him. I can't act that way around her. Amen? Because that person, I know they're going to say something. I know they're going to, I know they're going to, I know they're going to say something. I know I'm going to get rebuked. Amen? Our pastor, amen, our pastor, he, he doesn't allow certain things around him. Amen? He, he, he knows pastor, he's fixed to rebuke anybody. No matter who you are. Amen? I like that about him because he, he stands on his convictions. Amen? He stands on them. Amen? A person who is wishy-washy, amen, nobody respects. Nobody respects somebody that says something one day and the next day is doing the same thing. Nobody respects that person. Amen? Nobody respects somebody that doesn't have that condition level. One day I'm going to be uh, this way and the next day I'm, I'm going to be not. Nobody respects that. Nobody. Stand on your convictions even if you have to stand alone. Hmm. Even if you're the only one, even if you're the only one in the whole church, even if you're the only one in the whole women's home, the whole men's home, even if you're the only person standing on, Amen. glorify God, not man. I guarantee you, amen, if you do what's pleasing in God's eyes, you're going to sleep good at night. You're not going to lose any sleep. Amen. But if you're doing what's right in people's eyes, you're just a people pleaser. I mean, you're more worried about what these people think about you than you are about what God thinks. Amen? Well, I'm going to tell you like this. It's like, I love y'all. Amen? But I'm going to tell you all the truth. Huh. I'm not going to lose a week of sleep at night if you don't like me. Amen? I love y'all. But that's just how I am. I'm always, I've always been the one to say something. And I, and I thank God for Pastor Raymond to, 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 to put that in me. Amen? To put that in me that, that you know, hey, do what's right in God's eyes. It don't matter if people like you or not. Amen. I thank God for that. And, and it's important that that develops inside of me. Amen? Because I learned this. This is that, you know what? When, when, I, when I go meet my maker, mm -hmm. hey, none of y'all going to be up to let me in the gate. None of y'all have the key. Amen? And I know the one that does. Amen? So I'm going to glorify God. Amen? Amen? I'm going to do what's right in God's eyes. I have to. Because God deals with me. And when I don't do it, amen, then God really deals with me. And there's some things in my life that I have to get a greater condition for. We're all, it's all a process. Amen. But as God reveals stuff to us, we have to, we have to develop it and we have to go with it and we have to stand on it. Amen. Because if we aren't going to stand on it, we're just going to continually fall for it over and over and over again. Amen. So we don't have the conviction. Don't be afraid to express your convictions to others. Amen? Don't be afraid. Number four. 
Form good habits. Form good habits. We all have bad habits. Amen. You don't have to teach the children bad habits. We have that down. Amen. We're good at it. Amen. We have to learn to form good habits. See, we have to train ourselves. Amen. You don't have to. You don't have to train a kid to bite his fingers, bite his nails. He just knows how to do it. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't, you don't have to tell a, a kid, not, uh, you know, hey, don't flush the toilet, because they're not going to flush the toilet. You have to teach them. You have to develop good habits. Amen. <clears throat> we have to. We all have bad habits, but we have to force ourselves to train ourselves to have good ones. Do them until it becomes second nature. Amen. Do them become until it becomes second nature. Until it's automatic. Amen. Number five. Learn to think for yourself. Learn to think for yourself. Amen? Any other opinion than that of Christ corrupts. Amen? Any other opinion other than Christ, it corrupts you. Amen? If it doesn't line up with Christ, then you don't need to hear it. God doesn't ask us for our opinion. He tells us His. Amen? Amen? So learn to think for yourself. Don't always have to be told what to do. Amen? Amen. If you know what's right, do it. Amen? Yes. If you know what's right, do it. Learn to think for yourself. You shouldn't have a leader or a, or a director or a pastor having to tell you to do it all the time. You should be able to think for yourself and do what's right. Hey, this is this is, this is what my nose is going to need to be done, so I'm going to do it. Amen? Yeah. I don't have to be told. I'm going to do it. I know, I know the structure of the home. So I'm going to pull it. Nobody has to tell me to uphold the structure. I'm going to pull it. That's right. Learn to think for yourself. Amen? Don't be a slave to someone else's opinion. Control your own thinking and your own thoughts and make them obedient to Christ Jesus. You know, there's no, there's no secret remedy to, to controlling your thoughts or your thinking. The, the, only, the, only, the only solution is Amen. He says it clearly in his word, take every thought captive and make it obedience to who? Christ. To Christ Jesus. Amen. So that means if it's not if it's not if it's not lined up with this, then that means you don't need to be thinking about it. Yes. And if you can't stop thinking about it, then pick up your Bible or get on your knees. Amen. Or ask somebody to pray for you. Amen. Or turn on some worship music and tell the devil to be quiet. Amen. Amen. Number six, use pure speech. See, now this one right here is a difficult one. You know, it's like, it's like they say that, uh, you know, we have all these different senses, and the only one they gave two gates to was our, was our mouth, our tongue, you know, because it's the hardest one to tame. But it has to be tamed. You ever notice that? Your eyes have... have one, one little gate to shut so you don't have to look at something, but your mouth has your teeth and your lips to shut Amen. to control your tongue. Amen. Amen. It has two. It's the hardest one to control. Amen. But we have to learn to communicate properly. Lack of communication causes many problems. You have to learn to express yourself properly and well. Amen. And we can't use profanity or filthy language. 
See, filthy language and profanity is disliked by all right-minded Christians. It's disliked. And in reality, you know what, you know what uh, uh, profanity and filthy language is in, in reality? It's a mark of ignorance. It's a mark of ignorance. Amen? It's a mark of immaturity. Amen? That's what, that's what it says. That's what the Bible says. It's a mark of immaturity and ignorance. The tongue might be hard to control, but it has to be done. Number seven. Number seven is behave properly or be a Christian. So we must set an example and be consistent with it. We can't require from others what we fail to produce. You cannot require from somebody else to act like Christ or to display the character of Christ if you're not doing that. Amen? You can't do it. Amen? Don't do anything you wouldn't do if Jesus wasn't in the room. Amen? Fixing the clothes, the worship team come forward. See, you can you cannot claim to be a Christian if you're not willing to conform your lives, your thoughts, and your actions to the doctrines of Christ. You cannot confess to be a Christian if you are not willing to do so. I mean, it's so important that the character of Christ is developed in our lives because you can't say you're a Christian, Amen, if you don't display the character, Amen. You have to display the character in order to be what you say you are. I can sit up here all day and tell you I'm an astronaut, amen? But guess what? I couldn't even fit in one of those suits. Amen? So if I sit up here and say I'm a Christian, amen, there has to be something to back up that character. Amen? Everybody turn to Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Amen. 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 The word of God reads like this. Amen. It says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down and the streams rose. And the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. See, we have to build our lives on the life and the teachings of Christ. Amen? He is the perfect example of the character that we have to display of Christians. The perfect example. Amen? If we do this, then we will grow. If we do this, then we will grow. See, Jesus is the recipe for success. 
Many of us have tried everything. Many of us have been to a penitentiary or a, a, a NAA. Many of us have tried these things. The recipe for success is Jesus. The recipe for success is developing the character of Christ in and through our lives. You want to be successful? Develop the character of Christ. See, when I wrote this, God's dealing with me. God's dealing with, with my imperfections. God's dealing with some of the old Brandon that's still inside me. But see, as God starts to deal with me, I come to an understanding as, as someone who is a leader and who leads others, amen, that if I don't lead by example and change me, how can I expect you to change? If I don't change my imperfections, if I don't allow God to change every aspect of my life, how can I expect Him to change every aspect of your life? As we grow, as I grow, as the ministry grows, as, our, as, as the home grows, our character has to grow. Amen? And if I don't do what I can to grow, like I said, I can't expect y'all to. You have to be an example. Your whole Christian life, you're an example. You're an example of what to, right, what to do right or what to do wrong, but you're an example. Amen. So if you feel there's some areas of your character that you know are not right, and that you know that maybe you close them off to God, I ask you to come forward and ask God to intervene, to give Him full access to do what He pleases to develop your character, so that you can walk in the fullness of your blessing. It's what Jesus wants for your life, to walk in the fullness of your blessing. And without the right character, you'll never do so. You'll go around and around and through the process and back over again. Get the process right the first time. Develop the character of Christ in and through your life. Come on, let's worship. Let's worship in this house. Thing. Better get that open. From the bathroom. Here, take a dump. Give me a kiss. Gonna take a big old dump. Take a big old cricket. Take this. Tommy. I call it taking a cricket. Yeah.